0: Recorded live. This is a test. This is a test. Welcome. Thank you for joining our call tonight, Hydrate for Life, our 30-day water challenge. And we're so happy that everyone is wanting to get on board with thinking about water. And more than thinking about water, considering hydration and how it can support not only your survival in the world, but your... um, but but it can help you thrive within the world. So water. Over the course of next month, we'll be hosting these calls uh, with Women Moves, the Awe Centers, the Blue Wonder, and, of course, Bro Hank and his um, uh, killing bottle water. Okay, let's start that again. Hello, thank you for joining us tonight for Hydrate for Life. Um, Our 30 Day Water Challenge. I've been wanting to do this for a while. My name is Marzice Yerby, and I'm with Women Moved. We want to thank you for joining us and our sponsors, the awe centers, as well as the Blue Wonder and the Healing Bottle. Water company, which is the inventor of the Blue Wonder bottle, uh, which is uh, governed by Bro Hank. And so, over the course of the next uh, month, we will be having a weekly call that will provide you information on water, on hydration, and, and get your mind percolating on, this, uh, on the value of water. Um, and the ways that you can hydrate and get that water beyond the water coming out of your tap or even the water in a bottle. So I'm looking really forward to all of the, the information that's going to come down the pipe. This call tonight is really just to check in with you uh, and to allow you to get some basic information to get yourself started. And then by Monday of Uh, The following week, which is, I believe, the, what is Monday's date? Oh, I don't have my calendar in front of me, but I believe that puts us right at, uh, right near the end of June. We'll be around, um, not end of June, I'm sorry, the end of May, so we'll be right at about, oh, I don't know, I'm not going to make up that date. I will send it to you later, okay? So, right around Monday. You will receive not only a uh, recording of this call in case you missed it, but you will also um, be invited to our next call, which will feature information that Bro Anks is going to um, uh, pass down regarding uh, water, type, different types of water, and structure of water. And so tonight, again, is just an informational call. So let's talk a little bit about water. Here are some brief questions that I would like for you to consider. What is my relationship with water? So, jot that down. What is my relationship with water and consider that. And then I would like you to ask the question, right now, am I hydrated or am I in need of hydration? Am I hydrated now? Or am I in need of hydration? And just ask yourself that question, jot it down, and and, and vibe on that for a while. Another question I would like for you to ask yourself is, When I drink water, am I running to the bathroom? Have a relationship with that question. Write that down. So basically, when I, when I take in water, is it running right back out my system? Now, well, these are the things that you kind of need to think about. And then I would like for you to jot down this question as well. When I think of my day, am I a runner on fire pushing till the end? Or am I a balanced trotter that takes time as needed for myself through my day? Like what, is, what is your day? Are you pushing to the end? You're pushing to you have no more fire left, no more energy, and then you uh, take care of yourself? Or are you a person who trots along and in the course of their day checks in and takes care of their, of their needs? So consider that. Consider that. Question, jot it down, and have a relationship with it. And then here goes the basic one. When I think of my consumption, how many? How would I measure that consumption? How would I measure that consumption? So meaning that, well, maybe I get, you know, two 16-ounce bottles down in a day, as an example. Or maybe I really don't drink water at all, and but I drink plenty of liquid. So I'm drinking my... Um, coffee, and I drink my tea, and I drink my soda, and my juice, and so for me, I'm getting my water that way, conceptually speaking. So if that's the case, note that as well. Note what you're drinking, and how much of that are you drinking. Okay? So what is my measure? What is my measure? How am I measuring my intake? So and I want you to jot that down and then have a relationship with that. And then I want you to ask yourself, what is my main source? When I am drinking water, what is my main source? Okay, what is my main source? So, meaning that, am I getting it from my tap? And am I getting it from a bottle, a pre-packaged water source? Um, am I going to a well and pulling it up that way? You know, where am I getting it when I get it? You know, I want you to have a relationship with that and consider that over the course. Uh, so begin to track this sort of thing, okay? So then now let's talk a little bit about the absolute importance of water. I think we all understand that the world that we live in, that all life source, be it animal, plant, or human, which we are animals, uh, cannot exist without water. That, in fact, the majority of the components of life are comprised of water. So this is something to consider, that all living things, whether the tiniest cyan bacteria uh, to a giant blue well, all needs water to you to survive. And without water, life as we know it would not exist. And that life also exists wherever there is water. So, all organisms, like animals and plants, use water. Might be different water, salty, fresh. Some need a certain temperature, hot or cold. But basically, plenty of water. Also, we can consider that in the birthing of our world, the first living thing were noted to appear in water. In actuality, there is more life in water on this planet than there is life on land. So that's something to consider. There is more life in water on this planet than there is on land. I think that that's an interesting tidbit that I came across as I... Um, Was doing this journey of water. Uh, one of the other aspects that I wanted to just touch on briefly, and we'll get more into this information as time goes on, but a consideration of the amount of dysfunction or illness that we have, both emotionally and uh, physically, and how much of that are we discovering is related to water? So more and more, science is beginning to draw these correlations of the body's functioning to water, such as we know that water regulates the temperature, helps with sweating and respiration. Okay? So lack of that can create a dysfunction in those areas. Water also acts as a shock absorber for the brain and for the spinal cord that helps us as we move around even in our walking and or our jogging and or our dancing, our movement or, and or our riding in a car and just a simple impact. We know that the spinal cord is extremely gentle. We know that when we do um, cranial sacral uh, therapy, when we just do the light movement of the head, The water that supports the spinal cord and the brain loosened there helps relax the whole body. So we know that the water uh, around these areas are extremely important. And so the water acts as a shock absorber, helping to create a healthy environment for your brain and your spinal cord. Water, we know, also converts food to components needed for survival and digestion. It helps deliver oxygen all over the body. So it's a transport system. It is, it is simpatico to our blood. Matter of fact, water exists in every cell of our body. Water, in fact, is the major component of most of our body parts. And as most of us know, our brain alone is made of 80% water. We know that water is an environment It helps to flush waste. It also lubricates our joints. It helps to keep our mucous membranes moist. It is the component that helps to form saliva for digestion. It is needed for our brain to manufacture our hormones and our neurotransmitters. So we were to take an internal journey and just for a moment, imagine the day, or maybe even today is a day. Like today I can confess and say, I am underwatered today. And I'm underwatered because I had, uh, well, there's no because to it. I'm just underwater today. And so what do I notice about myself today as a result of that? Well, yesterday I had a really great day of hydration. I was really into fresh coconut water. And I um, drank plenty of water surrounding that. So I know that I had a good hydration day because of the fact that I had that water right out of the coconut, which is great in electrolytes. And a lot of us know that now because they're talking a lot about it. These things are becoming more and more mainstream. So that water from that coconut fresh was like gold to my body. My body absorbed it and used it immediately and it's because in its natural state, its molecular structure is clustered in such a way that it's just going to enter my body into my bloodstream uh, quickly because it's made for absorption. It has not been tampered with. It is in its natural environment. So, Uh, That is some of the best water you can get straight out of a fresh coconut. Um, So anyways, that that water, I had great water yesterday. So the difference in my voice temperament, I hear in my voice that there is a a slight edge or a slight rasp, and I hear that rasp, and that's a signal to me that I've not quite had enough water today. Another thing that you might notice um, when you're underwater is your mood swings. You can find yourself agitated or frustrated, um, or unable to think through a process. So, if you're trying to create that new work, uh, write that new script, or you know, choreograph that new dance, or whatever it is that you do in your life, you may find that when you're when you're running to the gun, you're pushing hard, you're pushing to the end, and you're not allowing yourself the proper break for uh, taking in hydration, let alone increasing your oxygen by walking or moving your body in such a way or bringing focus to your breath, that you may find you're not able to create with flow. That you're getting agitated in your own process of something that you love. So simple things as your emotions can, can really run with the lack of water. I remember that I was working with our blue bottles, which we'll talk more about that. <clears throat> I'll uh, introduce them a little bit and, and allow you uh, the site information if you don't have it, so you can take a look at that. But one of the things uh, that I experienced was I was working with the bottles and I was showing them at a, um event, And there was a young child there, probably about, oh, I would say this child was probably between the ages of one and two. And the child was just beside herself. She was crying and agitated. And there was nothing that her uh, mother could do to calm her. She just was not calm. Now, it was a heated day. And I knew instinctually that that child just needed water, it, that child needed to be hydrated. So I took my little spray bottle, and in this spray bottle, water is, it creates an environment of a natural environment, much like the coconut water is in its natural environment. It creates an environment where the molecular structure is, uh, clustered in such a way that it's made for easy and fast absorption. So I took that water and I sprayed um, the child's face after getting permission from the mother and and her hands. And the child, of course, was first just distracted by the fact, well, wait a minute, this is, you know, something new. So I'm going to stop my crying for two seconds. And then as soon as I sprayed her, though, her whole environment changed. Not only did she become interested in the experience of what she was experiencing, because children are very still connected to their body in such a way that they can have a deep awareness of when they're experiencing change. This child was experiencing change in her body. She felt that hydration, that water move into her. She looked. She considered, and then she asked me to spray again. Before the child left, she came to me two or three times and asked me to spray further her face and her hands. Her mother was amazed because her whole persona had changed. She became very calm. She was very centered and balanced and normal, like a normal child is who's not, you know, uh, suffering from dehydration because we had the heat, the heat was up, and the child needed hydration, okay? So let's talk a little bit about that just for a second here. The idea of hydration can be different than just taking in water. All water is not necessarily structured for complete absorption, meaning that sometimes you can take in water and you feel that it just buns you straight to the bathroom. It just moves straight through to you. When water moves straight through you like that, it's not going into your bloodstream. It's not going into your brain. It's not going on a cellular level into your body. Okay? So it's hydrating some aspect of your body, but it's not fully absorbing in. It's just moving straight out. So it's great for cleansing the colon, you know? So water like all life, lives on frequency. And different water has different frequency. So uh, uh, Brohunk will talk a little bit about that when, we, when I um, interview him and, and record him, and we'll get him talking about that. And, and that's going to be a really deep and interesting conversation that I don't want to go into tonight, because tonight is just an intro call to again, just sort of swipe the, swipe the brush. So, But all water is not necessarily made for complete absorption. And some of you may consider that, have considered that when you take in water, it agitates your belly. I've had people say to me, well, I prefer to do coffee first thing in the morning because water actually makes me feel sick to my stomach. And I really can't take water in the morning. Uh, I've heard that on more than one occasion. And there is water that, in fact, bottle and or tap, can be very acid-based. And so the acid water on your belly first thing in your morning, um, although you would think that coffee would be more acid than any water could be, but, in fact, acid water uh, can put more strain on your belly than, well, than the coffee that has things in it that help to slow the process of that water hitting your belly like that. But if you're dealing with water that is molecularly clustered in such a way for absorption, then you're not going to feel that acid feeling in your belly. Um, is because it's going to go in and move directly into your body in such a way, and that water is softer, it's kinder, it's like... Um, it's like uh, eating uh, foods that are, are uh, highly alkaline, alkaline. So that that food digests in a different way than, than um, food that is very acid-based, okay? Lemon, as an example, lemon is not an acid-based food. Actually, in your stomach or in your digestive process, it is more alkaline. So that's why lemon in your water can be a really wonderful thing. That's one way to help lift the the value of your water. And of course, there are many um, things on the market now, like the Blue Wonder. Of course, that is one option, Um, and there are many other options. There are many. Uh, water vessels now that you can explore and go towards the one that you're most attracted to and that works well for your lifestyle. That is the most important thing. Okay, so then furthering on, we now ask several questions that I want you to focus on during the course of this week, jot down those answers, and take notice. Just create a journal, if you will, or a log, and whenever you can get to it, if you can get to it daily, this is a great thing. And daily for me would be in the morning and in the evening to just take note. Take note in the morning where my body is, how is it feeling, and then take note in the evening where my body is, how is it feeling, as well as what did I do in terms of my hydration? What attention did I take? to my hydration. In the morning, you may add to that goals around what you want to do in terms of your hydration, okay? So those two basic things work with in your journal. That would be great to just create a log around that. How much water? Well, first you have to know where you are in your water cycle. So if where you are in your water cycle is you don't drink water throughout the day at all, and you are not a serious uh, um, vegetable-eating, fresh fruit-eating person, you tend to eat more processed foods, and your idea of liquid is more um, soda-based and or coffee-based and or concentrated juice-based, then you are not getting proper hydration in your body, and you're setting yourself up and your body up for Failure in the long term, or you may already be experiencing uh, challenges in your body. And that's some that can absolutely be assisted by proper hydration. So you may consider that where I want to be is hydration at the level where I'm at at least half my body weight in ounces. Half my body weight in ounces. So, how much do I weigh divided by two? transfer that to ounces. So whatever that number is, now that is ounces. So if I'm already at zero, then for me, if I get in one or two 16 ounces a day in my body to start, that's going to be a huge step forward. The body is going to go, oh, what? (laughs) Substance, thank you. So know where you are. First, understand who you are in your body in regards to hydration and water. And the reason why I keep saying hydration and water, because for a person who is very high on their vegetables, particularly raw vegetables, very um, high on their fruit intake, and, and eat a generous amount of things like cucumbers and watermelon, and this is the season now. We're heading into summer for such things, watermelon, and they, they're into their coconut water, um, especially fresh coconut water, uh, and they're into their their green leafy vegetables. Then they're going to be getting water hydration from that process. They're going to get it hydration, the water that exists in the vegetables and in the fruit are coming into their body, and that does count towards hydration. So they may feel that they need less um, water, straight water, uh, to accommodate that. They will still need some, but they might not need it to the degree um, that somebody who has no hydration or water in their body. And the opposite side of that, there may be somebody that eats eats on the average okay with vegetables, and okay with fruit, you know, but not really, you know, it's just like they do do it, but it's not, um, it is not a primary staple in, in, in their lifestyle. That person will need to supplement more. So you have to look at who you are, and then listen to yourself and go from there. But the basic concept, I mean, when I was growing up, it was eight glasses of water. Now they're more specific to say, whatever your body weight is, half that in ounces, okay? And then I would go further and say that based upon the quality of the water that you're receiving, right, you may find you need less. Also, what you're doing and what your goal is. If what you're wanting to do is cleanse your body and you've increased your intake of herbs and things like that, uh, supplements, and you're doing homeopathic uh, 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 processes, whatever you're doing, if you're trying to cleanse your body and you're pulling stuff out, you may want to increase your hydration through fresh fruits and vegetables and or increase your water intake by about 20% above the base amount, which is half your body weight in, in ounces. Same thing if you're working with essential oils. If you're an oiler, it's the same thing. You wanna increase that, increase that intake by about 20% because each of those things are functioning in a very specific way with your body uh, and the water being a part of your circulation helps to increase the value of that. So uh, consider that as you're moving along. So this week should be really just about logging what you're doing, taking notice, bringing notice to your water intake, and also taking in consideration how you're getting your water, how you're bringing it into your body. Um, and then as the week goes along, the measurement of your water, see if you can increase your hydration access by, again, increasing intake of fresh fruit and vegetables, things like cucumbers, adding lemon, adding orange, adding things that, uh, coconut water, um, fresh coconut whenever possible always from uh, not from concentrate and the reason that that is is because concentrating it brings it through a process where it lessens the value of, of it it lessens the value of it so you're not going to receive the benefits of that you would if you were working with raw or not from concentrate or straight from the coconut, which is the absolute best, okay? So this week, take notice. Do your logs. Measure yourself. Increase your measurement. Note how you're feeling by those increases. Note the differences on the days that you don't hit your mark. Uh, just be honest with yourself. Every day is its own challenge, and treat each day like a new day. So you may get it perfectly. You may not, and and that's okay. The process is to just start and to see the impact and the effect of the water. Um, some of the other things that I'm going to get into over the month is also things like the benefit of being in the water, be it in the shower or be it in the tub. Also, the visual uh, um, stimuli of water, going to see the water, going to the water, releasing to the water. Those are some things that you can add to your water process or your your water journey uh, to increase your experience of water and your appreciation of water. Also, we're going to deal with the environmental impact of water uh, that we're experiencing right now, the imbalance that we have and and the balance that's trying to be restored by nature's own processes. Because right now, we have Texas in overflow of water, but we have California in drought beyond uh, normal drought conditions. Um, Here in New York, the New York area, I would say that we're not as watered as we normally are at this time. We had some really good snows, but basically I would say that we're on the low end of water if I were to measure it. Uh, so I'm sure we'll be hearing things on this coast as well. So right now the earth's imbalance and the relationship of water, there's a lot, of, a lot going on in the news about parts of Africa that are turning more desert. Um, or turning back to desert in some some people's estimation, and and all over the world that we're seeing these imbalances where there's either the extreme of too much or the complete lack of. So we'll bring awareness to that, and what does that mean, and how do we work with that, and what are things that we ourselves can do uh, in our own small world, our own environment, to assist the planet, and also... How do we handle, again, not having, um, how do we handle not having the access that we may need? And what simple things can we add to the water base that we have to increase um, the value of the water so that more, a little goes a lot more. A little goes a lot more. So if it's really absorbing into my system and becoming a part of my circulatory uh, processes that allow for my body to function in a good way, then that's going to be much more beneficial for me than just chugging down water that I'm running straight to the bathroom and releasing out and not actually absorbing and using and gathering all of the minerals and nutrients of that water. So... Uh, we'll talk more about that as the week goes along as well. So after you listen to this call, this introductory call, and I know that this was uh, this call was done on uh, Memorial Day, so in in that way, send blessings through the water to all those family members uh, and our elders and our ancestors um, who have experienced loss or who have given their lives for the benefit of. So today being Memorial Day, I knew that a lot of you would not make it on this call, and as I promised, it is recorded, and I will send it out, um, and you will be listening to it, and when you listen to it, please make sure to just start, okay, and get yourself ready for the upcoming call with Rohan, who will go over some incredible, he has wealth of information. He's definitely a water... Uh, guru and a shaman and uh, a, a researcher of water. He he has a love and an affinity towards it in such a way that he has uh, invented or gathered um, studies along the way and put them together to create things like the blue water, uh, the blue bottle, um, uh, the blue bottles, the Tesla. Activated quartz bottle, uh, which I will talk more about um, with him, and give you that information on that as well. So again, this is it for tonight. A shorter call. Our later calls, when we have guests, will will be an hour and give you an opportunity to ask questions. If you have any questions about the water, um, about water, or about the call. Uh, information that you feel like you need, you can email at a a h centers at gmail dot com at gmail dot com. You should make sure that you are registered in the Eventbrite area. Um, I will let's see. Let me see if I can pull it up quickly here for you. The Eventbrite um, hold on here. Okay. The Eventbrite address is hydrateforlife.eventbrite.com. And for those that you aren't that are not familiar with Eventbrite, Eventbrite is spelled B R I T E. So, hydrateforlife.eventbrite.com. For those of you who are not familiar with the Tessa Blue Activated Quartz Bottles, you can go to thebluewonder.info, thebluewonder.info. And you can get some information on the bottles from there and certainly shoot over a question or two and it will arrive as well. So any questions that you have about anything that was said tonight, again, getting started is simply take an awareness of your water, create a journal, a log, answering the questions that were detailed at the top of this call, Um, measure your water or your hydration, become clear about what you're taking in your body that is, in fact, hydrating, Um, also, you may join the Facebook page if you're not on Facebook. Um, you can inbox me, Marlee Furby, or you can inbox or you can send a message on the Women Move page. Or also, you can get information directly from the BlueWonder.com, which is the Facebook page as well. Or the Blue Wonder. I'm sorry. The Blue Wonder, which is on the Facebook page, which is a Facebook page. And that will give you some information, too. I'm making sure that I'm giving you the name of that Facebook page correctly. <coughs> yes, that would be uh, uh, facebook.com forward slash The Blue Wonder. The Blue Wonder. Okay. So that gives you some basic stuff to ground in. I'm going to be sending out more information. Anybody who is in the Eventbrite registration, your, and that is how you will, will primarily receive information from these calls. That is the primary place where I will go. So there's no need for you to go anywhere else. Um, you'll get that information there. Okay, thank you so much for joining the 30-day water challenge, please let other people know. Again, you start when you start. Pick your date and begin there. Begin there. And let this grow as your understanding and your knowledge to what you need to do for your body increases. Let it grow from there. All right now, thank you. Have a wonderful night, and you'll hear for a month throughout the week. Bye.: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?